well is brand new. I'm on the premise of reality. I walk a real, a, a real road. I'm a real person inside. I'm not a phony. I don't put on no airs. I say what I think. You see what I'm saying? Aren't you putting on an air now? Aren't you putting on an air well, for it, me? When you, when, you, when you look it back, see if it's an air. See if where you get it. And someone sees it and goes by and they say, hey, how you doing? I say, pretty good. How you be? L.I.W. American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome back for another episode of L.I.W. American Horror Story Review, episode 32. Today's episode is uh, uh, my favorite title of uh, the season, or show probably. Episode 710, Charles, in in parentheses, Manson in charge. So Charles in charge, Manson. (sighs) Breaking it down separately. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, this is. I love the title of this episode. It, It applies and it also makes sense. It, it works for both ways. It's uh, the best titles. The best titles do that because Charles Manson is quite literally in charge in this episode. If you watch the episode, and uh, you know Charles Manson's always in charge. He's, you heard him in that intro there in the beginning. He, the, the dude is in, in charge of his faculties, if nothing else. The dude is just a. Uh, he is all the way there. He's a sharp, 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 sharp crayon. Oh god. Anyway, just watching his interviews is just uh, infuriating. I, I hate when people. Who are insane? Sit there and go. We're all crazy. You're all crazy. Everyone's crazy. What's the difference of crazy? Then I'm like, you're, 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 you're the crazy one. That's why we're pointing at you, going, you're crazy because you're the crazy one. We're not all crazy. You're the crazy one. You crazy fuck. That's why you're in prison, locked up because you're goddamn insane. You carved a swastika on your face. A swastika. That's right. You carved it in your goddamn forehead. You. You're the. You're the crazy one. Anyway. This one starts off with Kai. He's on the computer, all, and Winter is sitting on the couch with uh, all, you know two other friends, sitting there watching the the debates or something like that. Who fucking cares? Some news thing, and they're going back to the new. They're going back to that well. They're all arguing with with Kai. He starts to get an argument with him. They're like, like if uh, if he wins, something like if if Trump wins, I'll let you fuck all three of us. She's like, yeah, that's my brother. Oh. And then you know, knowing what we know before. He won't fuck a sister, but he'll fuck a dude who's fucking a sister at the same time. That that one's fine for Kai. But fucking a sister directly? Ew. Grocers. That's too far for Kai. Not the Kai I know. No, sir. No, ma'am. Anyway, uh, they start to get an argument. Kai's really arguing with a girl, uh, one, of, one of the girls especially. She's basically, like, demasculating him. Like, that's, you know... Were you a virgin? And he starts making fun of him a bunch, and he smacks the shit out of her, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He kind of realizes he can't do violence directly to women. I don't know what the fuck that was, because he later on murders women just fine. It doesn't fucking matter. But this is the whole thing he's telling uh, to Bebe, because uh, <clears throat> two weeks later, Bebe is his therapist or legal counselor or something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is literally the fourth episode I've done in a row. They're all about 20 minutes. I talk nonstop, and then this is the fourth one I'm doing. So my voice is starting to go out a little bit here. Anyway, he's talking to Bebe, and he's telling, him the, telling her the story. And then I was like, what is Bebe's job? Is it his therapist, his legal counsel? But all she does in this scene is kind of feed his ego. She's like, you probably think I'm a piece of shit. And she's like, no, I think you're a genius. You just don't realize it yet. You have real potential to be a, 
You can be a leader and sacrifice yourself for the greater cause. You can do that. She's basically saying, like, you can corral people and then kill yourself or something like that. She's like, what are you? And he's like, I'm a turd. Does a whole fucking turd thing again. Uh, the whole turd thing is just... Uh, seeing, hearing the word turd is so fucking juvenile. It doesn't even make me laugh. It's not like old movies where they where they say, like, when the two... The, the one someone set something else, someone set someone else up, excuse me, and then they go, I fingered the guy. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that makes me laugh. Because <laughs> like, that doesn't apply that way anymore at all. But this turd, it just, it does nothing for me. It, do, it doesn't do anything. It's, uh, it's a stupid word. I think we need to stop using it, and especially stop using it in the show because it takes me out of it. Uh, too much turd talk, you know, and uh, that's a, that was the, the pitch for TED Talks was turd talks, and it just uh, didn't go anywhere. It was mostly fecal-related uh, speeches to audiences, and it just didn't... It, it shit the bed, you know? It, the show just went down the toilet. It just it didn't work. It, was, it, it wasn't a floater, you know? It just it, it sank. Anyway, um, where the hell am I? She, he's like... So basically, she recruits him. So she's kind of the, the, the one that started all of it. Uh, Bebe did. Um, we, we show Kai's rally We we see like a live, uh, someone's live streaming on their, on their phone. I kept freeze framing it to see everyone's comments and they're all like, this is stupid. These bitches need to get off. And they're like, I'll come down there with my shotgun and my signs. Who wants to help me? And then back and forth, back and forth. They, they put some work into this shot. I like it. It, it was kind of realistic. It wasn't, it didn't go far enough in some areas, but it, it was cool. I liked the way they did it. They incorporated modern technology with it where it was more realistic instead of like, whenever they do modern technology in TV shows, it's always like this kind of futuristic version of what we have now just for no reason but this was just a live stream and you saw everyone's chats and they felt very real and it worked and i was like there you go they fin- someone finally got this right where it felt like a it, it, what was that movie called where the it was stupid as shit but it was that that ghost that was tracking people down while they're on skype together and it was like going through their facebook pages and posting all this horrible shit it was this ghost that was killing all their friends stupid fucking movie but very well done like it felt very real. They didn't. They used the word Facebook. They used the word Skype. They used all the the word Apple. They used the words. They got the rights for them. And if when they use the fake versions of shit, it takes you right out of it. But this this felt very real. It worked. What the hell was that movie? Unfriended or something like that? Who fucking cares? Saw it in the theater. Don't know why I saw it in the theater. I was very bored. Terrible movie, but well done as far as the execution goes. Anyway. His rally is going on. He's he's shouting out a speech. He has his fucking Gestapo uh, space monkeys all around guarding him. The crowd gets out of control. Eventually, he gets pepper sprayed. And then one of his guys goes over to a cooler and immediately grabs a, a gallon of milk and pours it on his face. I'm like, they are, they thought ahead. I made fun of this group for, I'm sorry, I blew up the mic there. I made fun of this group for not being prepared enough to build their isolation chamber out of anything but a closet. But you know what? Kudos on the milk buying. They did a really good job buying milk. Which sounds ridiculous, but really, if you get pepper sprayed, you want a gallon of milk pouring in your eyes for sure. So they immediately took care of it. Like second, within seconds, they're on they're on his face with some milk, giving him a fucking little bukkake gallon of milk in his face. Anyway, Kai starts pointing around and like yelling about the feds, and he's like, "The feds are out here!" And, he, and even back at his house, he's like, "The feds are the fucking feds are onto us. They don't want me speaking. They're onto me. They're they're going after me. They're going." I'm like, "Oh, here we go. He's doing the like Scarface uh, or like." drug dealer guy who's getting very, very paranoid. <laughs> it's a, and, and Goodfellas, when they're driving, he's seeing the helicopter. Like, that sort of shit's going down. He's getting really paranoid. Who knows if they're, who knows if they're out there? They might be. Uh, I mean, they're not, obviously. But to him, you know, maybe it makes sense that it would be. Uh, I don't know why he thinks he's such a big deal <laughs> at this point. But 
Anyway, the the TV rally it results. He's like looking at the rally on TV, and he's just like watching. He's like, "Oh, these fucking feds are after me!" And he's like, "Everybody, get your sleeping bag, boys!" And then, <laughs> and they're all like, "I love story time!" And he gets them all around, starts telling a story. But <laughs> I love that they're they're just doing like little kids. They're hanging out like little kids. It's so weird. And they're doing like vicious shit, like murder. I love the the contrast of that, the juxtaposition of it. I love it. Anyway. Um, he tells him the story of Charles Manson, and we see it's basically the actresses, uh, Sarah Paulson, uh, the girl who played Meadow, I forget the fuck her name is, I don't fucking care, and uh, the girl who plays Winter, uh, whose name is Billy Lord. They're all playing Charles Manson's lieutenant, so they all get second roles in this season. They're all, like, gathered around waiting in the bushes, and then uh, they go inside the house eventually, Winter, the girl who plays, uh, the, the actress who plays Winter, uh, Billy Lord, stays behind, she's kind of scared. Uh, so the two girl, other two girls and this guy go in, and they start they fucking killing people in the house. They kidnap Sharon Tate. They tie her up. And uh, you know how the story goes. They, they kill the heir to the, the Folgers' fortune or something like that. They kill her out on the porch, and they stabbed her, like, fucking dozens and dozens of times for some goddamn reason. Anyway, Sharon Tate's like, you can kill me. Just come, let me have my baby. Then come back and kill me. That's fine. And then they're like, nah, and they kill her, and then they stab the baby because why not? And uh, then Roman Polanski gets home later. Then he goes home and, and butt rapes a 13-year-old girl and has to leave the country until now. And that's where he still is. He's still overseas. And uh, that's a true story. That's not even me making shit up. They do had to flee the country. Anyway, and he keeps making movies and winning Oscars. So I figure that out. And Louis C.K.'s career is over. But Roman Polanski is still fucking killing it, even though he butt raped a 13-year-old after drugging her. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know if he butt raped her. I think he raped her in a jacuzzi, though. I assume it was butt rape. Because why not? If you're going to do that, you might as well just go for it. Anyway, Jesus Christ, fucking Roman Plants, you goddamn monster. And he must have been fucked up after what happened to his pregnant wife. Still, but still. I get it, but still. You know, not not the 13-year-old's fault that your wife got murdered by fucking Charles Manson's group. Anyway, uh, he finishes telling his story about, you know, how the Charles Manson thing came out. And then uh, he's like, what we're going to do, we're going to go out, we're going to fuck shit up. We're going to have a night of a thousand dates. And they, you know, they're going to go kill a bunch, a bunch of women, I guess. And then... uh. Chaz, Chaz Bono's character, whose name is Gary Longstreet, I guess. I just realized that right now. So they all decide to sneak into abortion clinic to get some names to find out the women who are scheduled to have abortions to go kill them all. I guess that's the group, that's the plan. They're like, we can't go in the front. We got to go around the back. And he's like, yeah, you're right. They, they go around the back. Chaz goes inside the, the building. They shut the door on him and they lock him in. And he's like, come on, guys, come on. What are you doing? Like, Fucking crazy fuckers. He walks into the other room. All the clowns show up. And you're like, okay, not going to be good for him. He's like, what? why? Why, guys? I love this shit where the, the murderers are, are suddenly being on the target and then they're like, why? It's a, I didn't like the movie, but the Tarantino uh, Death Proof movie where uh, Kurt Russell's the whole time chasing and killing women. And finally he gets trapped and, and getting the shit beat out of him on these women. And he gets shot in the face or, before he dies. And he's just like, why? <laughs> Screams that. I love it. Like, he's just trying to kill them, and they finally get back at him. And he's like, why? What did I possibly do to deserve this? How could I have foreseen this? Oh, weird. I love that shit. But Chaz is like, oh, come on, guys. Like, I thought we are going to have the night of a thousand Tates. He's like, we will. We will. Just not with you. And he's like, is this what we need for the group? And he's like, this is what we need. And he's like, okay. And then uh, he... Kills the living shit. They, they stab him so many goddamn times. I don't know why they had to do it in such a brutal way. I, I guess I do know why. Because they set him outside in the front door and they write stop the slaughter on a sign and leave him there. And uh, one of the 
nurses shows up in the morning. She finds him like that, and it's on the news. Beverly's just like, and then they stop the slaughter. They say it was a, a, a attack against uh, Kai Anderson's group. And then they show, she does an interview with Kai Anderson, and she it gives the worst interview ever. She's not looking at him or the camera. She's looking away, being like, what do you have to say about this, Kai? And Kai's like, Kai's doing his interview like, we see this as an attack. We see this as an affront, an injustice to our group. We, we will not let this go. We are going to rise. We are going to do better. We're going we're gonna to hit the streets, and we are going to go against this. We will not stand for this. I'm gonna, I am going against my – and he's just blaming his opponent that's running for the Senate at the same time as him. He's blaming him, his supporters. And he keeps looking at Beverly like, are you going to fucking try at all? I love the looks he gives her. I, Evan Peters is such an underrated actor. I wish he would just get every role ever. But then it means he leaves – if I don't, I just don't want him to get successful enough where he leaves American Horror Story because this show would be far, far worse without him, like eighty percent worse without him, and oh, that just scares me. But he's just giving this. He keeps giving her these looks. Like, are you gonna do anything, you goddamn bitch? Like, I put you on TV so you can do this, and you're not even helping me. And then the camera cuts off after the interview, and he's like, "What the fuck, Beverly? Like, seriously, like, give a little fucking effort, please." And then, um. We see, we see Kai back at the house, and he keeps popping these pills, and he's freaking out over the feds surveilling him, and he's like, I know they have white microphones. Here. What the fuck are the microphones? And then uh, he goes up in his parents' room, and then uh, he's looking for microphones still, and then uh, Rudy sits up, and he's a goddamn zombie. Literally, we see zombie Rudy, and then uh, out of nowhere, fucking the zombie gets stabbed in the back, and then it's zomb- it's a Charlie Manson. We've seen Charlie Manson a couple times by this point, I think, Uh so uh, the, the, oh, this was the first time we see uh, we see Charlie Manson, and it's uh, Evan Peters playing Charlie Manson in his seventh goddamn role of the season, and he's got the long hair, and he's just like giving him, you know, he's talking to himself. He's like, you know, they're against you, man. You got to find out your mole. My my bad mistake was letting a girl in on operation, and they they show a uh, uh, Billy Lord's character in the '60s who who ended up ratting out Charlie Manson, and. Uh, He's like freaking out, and he leaves the room. And Allie shows up, and she's like, "Hey, I found this downstairs in in the whatever." And she he gives her a microphone, and he's like, "Oh my god, there is a microphone! I knew it." And then it basically fits in with Charlie's thing of like, "Someone's out to get you. Someone in your group is a mole." And it's just all about his conspiracies and like his paranoia. And I love this stuff; it's so much fun to watch, and especially when he's yelling at Charlie Manson being played by the same actor. Fucking love it! It's it's insane. Uh, they're doing everything right this season, except for the whole thing where Kai's planning, like, pitting against his own followers. I don't understand that at all. It doesn't do anything for him. It just seems like it's entertaining him for no reason. It doesn't make any sense if he really wants to have a goal, like an end game. It doesn't make any sense. It's just slowing him down. Other than that, everything is really working this season. It is, it's by far the third best season, I would say, of the show, following season one and two. Uh, whatever order you want to place those in, this one is definitely the, the best season. I saw some people... I feel like anyone under 20 hates this season. Anyone over 20 is going to love this season because people under 20 are like, fucking season three was amazing. The witches, I fucking, I, I didn't hate that season, but I found it goddamn boring. And the hotel season, fuck that season. I just, uh, the, there's two different camps of this show. One who liked it weird and gothy and, and hot topic on legs or hot topic on, on TV. They, they love the, that shit. I love the other shit where it's like, have a well-crafted story. I don't care if it's like goofy, goofy, weird, weird, spooky, spooky. I don't care if it's hot topic. I, I want it to be a good show, and this is a good show this season. This season's far, uh, far superior to the previous seasons after season two. Anyway, so there really is two camps there. Uh, 
but Kai's down in the basement and he's looking for microphones like crazy and Bebe shows up and she slaps Kai and he just goes off on her like you think I was going to fucking kill myself? Like, you think I'm going to be a, like a fucking lamb for your slaughter here? You think I was going to do that? I don't, I don't know where his exact quotes were, but he's like, you, th- you thought I was going to do this, you, cr- you stupid bitch? And they call everyone stupid bitches. And then Baby's like, pulls a gun on him, and she's like, you scum, you're scum, you're a turd. <laughs> you're a goddamn turd. So the word scum and the word turd, oh my God, so childish. childish. And then uh, out of nowhere, her fucking head explodes, and I was like, it's going to be Allie. And sure as shit, it's Allie on the stairs, and she just goes, who is that? And he's like, it was baby and she's like oh and she walks back up the stairs <laughs> and Allie Allie's a badass now I love it because uh, she's we see, we've seen her evolution and that works it's working and I make fun of Walking Dead all the time because they have characters where I'm like this isn't working this character development is not working I don't care I don't know why they're there now Tara is like is the worst example where she's just suddenly like wants to kill a bunch of people in this new, new, new episode I don't understand anyway I'm not here to talk about that show but uh, after she blows her head off, we see Kai talking to Charlie Manson, who flops on on the couch. And he's just like, uh, that one right there, that's not your mole. That's, that's, that's the best person you have. Like, can't be her. She'll do anything for you. And then uh, I, I love that scene because it's Charlie Manson flops on the couch because it was knocked over because the bullet went through Bebe's head and into the couch. <laughs> I don't know. I love that. Anyway. Uh, I don't know what I was saying there. Just my admiration for that scene, the sequence, everything that happened right there was, was amazing to me. Uh, the next scene is winter. She's finally shaving Kai's hair, who gets rid of his goddamn blue hair. She shaves his head down to nothing. She shaves his beard. And uh, there's a uh, Kai staring into the mirror, and we have that nice little split between the mirrors. There's two different mirrors, and you have a fractured image. Because it's visual storytelling, guys. He's, he's two people now. He's him, and he's Charlie Manson. He's really, they're really telling you what's going on without saying it, you know? It's visual storytelling, guys. Because the previous scenes of him talking to Charlie Manson weren't enough for me. I needed to see it in a mirror. If you ever take a film study course, you'll see the shit all the goddamn time. I'm not, I'm not like super keen, like, uh, I don't, I I, I like when they do it well, but this is so obvious. Anyway, if someone, this, this bothered me, he He's having his sister shave his throat and like shave his beard off. You know, he's completely going bald. He, he has has the, the the buzz top up front, up top, the hair. But he's he's shaving off his beard completely. She's even using like a straight razor. And if someone's shaving your throat, don't talk. Men have Adam's apples. Those those things fucking move around. Um, I almost said Bob around, but then you get the whole bobbing for apples thing. I don't want you guys thinking about bobbing for apples. Uh, but now you are. So I, I guess I destroyed my own point. Anyway. He starts talking to her, and he's like, he's like, what's your plan here? She's like, I have to get away from you so that I can be for here for you later. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense, because I, if you leave now, I want you to be here for when I become president one day. I want you to be here, someone I trust, someone I can talk to, someone I can confide in. She's like, yeah, that's right. And previously, we saw <clears throat> Winter trying to give uh, tickets to fucking Montana or whatever to Beverly to get her to leave. And she's like, just get out of here. Seriously, there's no trick. And, and Beverly's so beaten down. She's like, tell the Grand Overlord, I'm not, I'm not leaving. I'm not falling for this, this, this trick. But then uh, Kai's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can do this. We can, you can, le- you can leave Winter if you'd like. That's fine. Yeah, you come back later. Oh, by the way, I found these train tickets to Montana. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, what's the deal with those? And, well, and Winter starts freaking the fuck out. Obviously. <coughs> Guys, my voice is almost gone at this point. It is it is painful. 
I will push forward, though. I will be a hero, a podcast hero. Sorry for all the coughing and voice and throat clearing, but uh, I, I'm almost at the end here. Bear with me. It hurts. Anyway, uh, older, balder Charlie Manson shows up and uh, convinces Kai to kill Winter uh, because Kai shaved his hair, so therefore Charlie Manson has a shaved head as well. They're really going hand-in-hand hand here. Charles Manson truly is in charge here, guys. Who's the worst person, Charlie Manson or Scott Bale? I, I, the question begs to be asked. It begs. It begs to be asked. Because Charles, or Scott Baio, was on the Trump campaign. He was he was uh, doing speeches before it. And Charles Manson is Charles Manson. So uh, put a poll up online and find out who's the worst person. Really find out. Because Charles Manson didn't kill anyone. Nope. Not a, single, not a single person. He convinced others to do it. That's a different thing. But uh, Scott Baio was on the Trump campaign. Let's just, I'm just saying that. Anyway, uh, I don't really care. <laughs> just fucking me. Uh, so he, Kai chokes out Winter. I, I was like, he's going to give up. And I was like, nope, just fucking chokes her to death. She's dead. And I was like, half the goddamn cast is gone in the last two episodes. <laughs> like, like Ivy, Winter, uh, fucking Harrison. Uh, who the fuck else is dead? Jesus goddamn Christ. There's so many characters. The cop character got shot in the head. Uh, Rudy got killed. <laughs> it's, I'm sure there's more. I just can't think of them. It's just so goddamn many. So he chokes out fucking his own sister. He killed his brother. He killed his sister. He's the only one in the family left. His, his whole family is going to be on this dead bed upstairs, like Norman Bates' family. And, uh, and Norman Bates' mom's name is Norma Bates. I find that bothersome. Norma, Norman. I, I get, it works when she's dead. When she's alive, her name shouldn't be Norma. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Anyway, so the last shot of the episode here is we see uh, one of the characters get into his car. It's the, basically the head... I would call him the head guy, the head uh, blah, 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 space monkey. Jesus Christ, couldn't think of that. The head space monkey guy, the big tall dude who keeps screaming a lot, and he's like super on board. He he smashes a microphone in his car on his dashboard. Like he was he was the mole. Really, there was a mole. <clears throat> so he was right. There was a mole. It just wasn't a woman. So don't be sexist, men, because men can fuck you over just as well. That's what I learned here. And anyway, he smashes a microphone, and then Allie gets in the car. And she's like, we need to speak, Speedwagon. I was like, I can't take you seriously after you call a man Speedwagon. I can't. I'm sorry. Like, I need to talk to you about the abortion, Skittles. Like, it sounds like you're talking to a goddamn clown. Like, a, literally a clown about your abortion or about, you know, you know, what the fuck is serious thing you need to speak to him about. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, Keeping with the pregnancy theme. Like, I know we talked about having kids or not having kids. We weren't ready. But I'm sorry, Skittles. I'm pregnant. You got me pregnant, Skittles. It's, I can't take it seriously. You did you get fucked by your dog? Did a dog fuck you? Did a dog fuck you? Seriously, I don't. Don't call someone a nickname. A nickname like a JT is fine. It still sounds stupid, but whatever. It's a nickname. It's fine. Speedwagon, not not so much. Sounds like a little kid. Sounds like a little rascal. It's it just sounds like a. It sounds like he's from the Sandlot. It really does. It just it's, it, all it makes me think of is either a clown or a little child or a dog. One of those three, and none of those you should be fucking. I'm sorry, <laughs> you shouldn't be. Nobody should be fucking a clown, especially a clown child. That is weird. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Allie's going to work with, with Speedwagon here. She's going to work with Speedwagon. There's one episode left, and it's called Great Again, because the promise for uh, Trump was to make America great again. So that's what they're going to do, or not. Who knows? We'll find out. But that's the one more episode this season. I can't, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe I got this far behind. I was four episodes behind. I just got so busy with other shit. Editing things that will burn in hell... I recorded like seven or eight episodes or nine episodes or something like that in a row, and I edited them all at the same time, so I just got behind, and I fell 
And I'm sorry, guys, but we're back and back for the last episode. I'll record that one on Wednesday. Uh, airs Tuesday night. I'll record it Wednesday. I promise. I'll get it over with, and then I can move on. And then I just have The Walking Dead because you know it's my last show that's on the air. And then we're just doing a Twilight Zone review twice a week after that. All those are available on liwstudios.com, and some of them are available on uh, youtube.com slash Wonderland. More importantly, the videos are available there. Those are much funnier than the podcast. Those are uh, crafted, crafted by me. Anyway, uh, go check those out. Share with your friends. I'd appreciate it. Uh, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.